Welcome, everyone, to episode 364 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Can I say Corey? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Who? And I'm, I'm Corey. Val. <laughs> and Val. <laughs> and Val. Yeah, so today's today's uh, episode has a, a full crew. We're, we're four. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be talking about the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. So for those of you that don't know, it is supposedly the prequel to Life is Strange 2, which the first episode comes out in September. There's supposed to be some story tie-ins. Uh, it's a completely free game, so if you're interested in trying it, uh, you can download it on Steam, uh, PS4, and Xbox One. I thought I saw that it was coming to Switch, but it is not hmm. on the Switch right now. But I swear it was on their their uh, E3 hmm. Nintendo Direct, but I guess not. Like, Because I was like, oh, I'll just download it and play it on the Switch, and not there. But anyway... Do we know, uh, just quickly, Dan, what the install base is for the Nintendo Switch? Like, number-wise, how many people have Nintendo Switches in the wild? I think it's close to 20 million. Okay. Yeah. Might be over 20 million at this point. I was just going to say, anything remotely popular should be ported to the Switch at this point. Oh, then. absolutely. Uh, and there's especially, no if it's as, yeah, especially if it's as easy to develop for as they say it is. And, and well, you know, we're not talking about a graphical... Uh, a graphical yeah. masterpiece. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, in the Life of Strange games. So. Right. Yeah, that's going to be our main segment. We are going to be talking spoilers too for those of you that have not played it. Um, it's such a short game. Uh, Corey was saying before the episode, it's such a short game. You really have to talk about spoilers. Maybe we won't necessarily spoil the very ending of the game, but we will talk about about the vast majority of it. So. Yeah. Um. Will, do you have anything you want to tease? Uh, I put about nine hours of Hollow Knight into uh, of gameplay the other day. Nice. So we'll be talking about that. Uh, I'm obsessed with Hollow Knight. You know what? I didn't even play Captain Spirit because I assumed my internet would hold up, and I really, really wish I played the two-hour game uh, the day that I put nine hours of Hollow Knight in, so I could partake in this segment. Sure. But Corey, anything you want to tease? Are you going to be um, out the whole episode? I think I might stick around. I don't have anything going on. Um, if that's okay. Of course. I don't want to overstay my welcome. No, you're always welcome. <laughs> um, yeah, I played um, pretty much the only game I've been playing ever since I left uh, the regular appearances on the podcast is Nino Kuni 2. <laughs> so I have some, some final thoughts on that game. I also uh, am a new, again, owner of a Nintendo Switch. Nice. So I played a little bit of Dragon Quest Builders today, um, which I'll I can talk about too. So, uh-huh. but that's it. Okay. Nice. Thank you, Val. Yeah, <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah. Anything you want to tease? Um, I played a little Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Okay. And I really enjoy that. Yeah, that's a fun game. Yeah. I don't have anything I want to tease. I've been bouncing around between uh, playing more Breath of the Wild than I probably should. Still, uh, I've been working on the Trial of the Sword. 
Um, I try to play other things at night, but it just doesn't doesn't work out. Uh, but is, I haven't. Go ahead. Sorry, I, I feel like I'm going to ask a million questions because I'm fine. so out of the loop with games. But what is Trial of the Sword? So Trial of the Sword, that's one of the DLC packs, and it's um, it, it's uh, like trials that you have to complete to uh, increase the the quality of the Master Sword. So. Uh, it's it's quite difficult if you die during it. There's I, I, I completed the first two uh, trials of the sword, and if you die at any point, like you go in naked with nothing, and you have to. It's like even Tide Isle, you just have to gather stuff slowly. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's really really neat. But if you die at any time, you have to start over from the beginning. Yeah. So. Yeah, uh, so that's been quite fun. Um, I played more Hollow Knight, like Will. I played more Mario Tennis Aces. Um, mm-hmm. So that's what I played. Uh, so yeah, without further ado, let's get right into Cap- the Awesome Adventures of Captain Spirit. So f- I-, I don't know about you guys, the first thing I noticed when I fired up this game, and I would have noticed this if I had been blindfolded, but the music right mm-hmm. when you start the game is very Life is Strange. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, no, and that's... um. I almost feel like it's it's exploiting me a little bit because it's those like sappy, sad, like folk Slow indie guitar. songs that just take advantage of your emotions. Um, but I'm with you, Dan. Like as soon as that little intro, the winter montage with the music and everything, I'm like, oh yeah, this this feels like life is strange. I'm like, back, baby. Yeah. Yep. Like the instant the music started, Dan and I were just like, oh crap, it's, they did it. Yeah, like there exactly, it is. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> yeah. Just so, music. so yeah, it's uh, it's the story of a boy named Chris who is nine years old and he's living at home with his uh, uh, kind of a drunk of a father. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of. Ki- yeah, kind of. <laughs> the game starts off bit. with uh, Chris in his room, uh, you know, playing with his toys and stuff. And he, his dad's calling him from out in the hall and. Kind of, kind of yelling a little bit, and you go out there, and he's cooking breakfast, but also slamming a few beers yep. uh, during breakfast first right thing on early. Saturday morning. Yep. Um, game so, yeah. day, Dan. Yeah. Game day. You can forgive game him. Day. Yeah, he was he was gonna watch a, a basketball game uh, of all things. Uh, yeah. yeah. But Corey, I mean, I wanted to get your your thoughts. Uh, first off, you are not playing as many games nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so was. Uh, what did you feel about it? I mean, did it did it bring you back in? Did it make you interested in Life is Strange too? Um, I think we I think we had talked at some point about that being a tough act to follow. Like, where do they go from here? Mm-hmm. As far as continuing the stories of Chloe and and Max. Well, so let me ask a, a question. I don't. The Life is Strange two is not about chloe and max right it's a new location new characters i am not sure about that so i checked wikipedia before this episode because i wasn't sure either and that's what it said okay so but i don't know if that means that the awesome adventures of captain spirit is the setting and characters or if it's going to be something else right do we do you guys have any idea i know when i beat it it said it mentioned that this introduced you to a character that's going to be in Life is Strange too. So, I'm assuming that's you know the little little kid Chris. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. to, in what capacity he's going to be in Life right. is Strange too, but he is going to be in there in in some way, shape, or form. So, right, okay. Well, anyway, to answer your question, um, I really liked it. Yeah. If 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 only because it um tugged on those heartstrings that Life is Strange is so good at. 
Um, it was also kind of cool to experience what it would be like to have a single parent, what it would be like to have an alcoholic parent, um, neither of which I've ever experienced. Yeah. And um, that said, I feel like they did a pretty good job of presenting that to you through the perspective of a little boy. Um, but again, I don't really have any experience with that. So, yeah, I think that, again, like you said, that's one of the things they, they managed to do well with these games is is they put you in that situation. Why is my phone ringing? Nobody calls I'm, you, Dan. I'm, it's grandma calling me at nine o'clock at night. Oh, uh, you the might want to that ever called that one. No, at nine. Say, that might be. Concerning. It's her TV's probably broken. But anyway, she go to bed at Watch like eight and ignore his grandma. Uh, I well, it's just such bad timing, you know? Yeah, it always is. I'll, it, if she she'll leave me a message <laughs> if it's important and I'll call her back if it's an emergency. Um, but uh, where was I? Yeah, no, I feel like they do a good job of putting you in the shoes of, of someone, you you know, like I yeah. uh, life is strange. They put you in the shoes of like teenage girls. Like, I have no idea what that's like. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like they did a good job of of putting you in the in those shoes. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that that that's a good point, Corey. They, yeah. That that's an experience that we we don't have. So right. Yeah, I think that's why like Life is Strange. I almost, I didn't play the last part because it was so real to me that I just like had anxiety and I couldn't do it because I knew what was coming and I was like I can't like live this. Yeah. Like you know. So yeah. And that I mean that good job. And that comes from from just good storytelling, like the yeah. fact that it had that effect on you, Val. Mm-hmm. And I felt it, too, playing Captain Spirit. I had. Oh, uh, yeah. Instant. Right. Yeah. I had a friend growing mm-hmm. up whose parents were both alcoholics, and I could see a little bit wow. of, of similarity there. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the thing that struck me, and I said this to Dan right away. So I was a first grade teacher for eight years in a really high needs school district where you know, kids were living in poverty. They had single parents. They were taking care of their siblings when they were six and seven years old. Um, and it hit me like a ton of bricks that like, this is what the kids that I had in my classroom were experiencing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, like, no wonder they were crying when it was the weekend and they were crying when it was summer break or crying oh for Christmas break. I'm like, why aren't you excited? It's Christmas break. But the kids were going home to something like that. And it, hit me so hard i was like i didn't even feel this in eight years of teaching but from like like captain spirit <laughs> i was like right. oh my god i know what the kids felt and i feel terrible <laughs> like it's so sad i just felt sad like instantly yeah so. and it's 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 such a different again it's such a different world to to what mm-hmm. we're used to i mean when yeah. vacations rolled around we're like yeah woohoo no more school but <laughs> yeah, like right. I, that that's a really good point, Val, and I never really thought of it like that. But yeah. yeah, how how awful would that be to have to go home to that every day? Like that's what your life is. Like you're yeah. alone, and you have to take care of a grown up that should mm-hmm. be taking care of you. Like it's it's just so sad, but it's right. very much reality for a majority of the kids that I worked with. Yeah. One thing I noticed too is that I thought was weird was the way they kind of tiptoed around each other, both of them, even the yeah. the father to the son. Um, they they were both kind of careful about the way they said things and the way they reacted to, to certain things. Mm-hmm. I thought that was interesting. So the you know the father, he he cares, you know, right? Um, yeah. But he just has a has a bad way of coping with what he's going through, you know. Yeah. Uh, which 
kind of kind of made him at least a little bit of a sympathetic character for me. Yeah, um, me too. He, you know, he definitely went about all that all that the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, but I, <laughs> I can kind of understand his pain, you know. Yeah. 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 I agree. It, it wasn't um, it wasn't black and white like bad yeah. alcoholic mean parent. It was. Yeah. You could you could see the frustration come out of him, but then he would try to backtrack a little bit and try to yeah. be a good good dad. Um, mm-hmm. So you could tell there was something haunting him that was causing it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it, I don't think it was ever explicitly said, but it was the death of their mother, his wife, mm-hmm. um, that that caused this alcoholism. At least that's the vibe I got. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, yeah. Pretty much right away. I was like, something happened. Like, you know, someone's missing, like something, you know, triggered this and he's trying, but he's not doing very well. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the the way Chris, I don't know if it's a way he copes, but he he spends his time pretending to be a superhero called mm-hmm. Captain Spirit. He's got a very elaborate uh, system of superheroes and supervillains that uh, all kind of play into his world a little bit. Uh, and there's places in the game where you know Chris's imagination just completely takes over, and you you enter this with this world that he's in. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the times is when he another thing he does uh, that that's impressive to me. And again, you express this with through teaching is. Uh, the way he takes care of the house, like there's, a, mm-hmm. a t- he washes the dishes at, or he can, I should say, I ended up doing that when I played. He washes the dishes, he cleans the, mm-hmm. cleans up the beer cans, he lit a fire in the yep. in the stove to heat the house, and he reset the water heater because or water eater as he called it. Yeah, the water um, eater. I love that. Yeah, he he he, <laughs> he was the the grown up for yep. lack of a better word in the yeah. in this in this household and you yeah, I mean yeah. you would express that to me Absolutely. a few times from your from your days of teaching so yeah I mean I had kids like I said taking care of their younger siblings I had kids that would tell me they walked to the store in the middle of the night because they ran out of food I mean it's literally you know that's literally life so yeah just it's an interesting perspective to bring into a game like that that just tugs on you right away with their stinking music and their backdrop yeah. and the whole the whole thing. They definitely have uh, a good formula at Don't Nod. It's, it's Don't yeah. Nod, right? Is that the yep. studio? Yep. So, yeah. Um, I don't know. What, what about you? What's your mm-hmm. What's your takeaway from it? Um, I think it was overall sad, like yeah. I said. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to mention, too, and uh, I, our son is just a little bit mm. younger than this kid in this age. So. Yeah. That kind of that kind of brought me into it Absolutely. a little bit more, I think, than than I otherwise would have. Like how I just don't understand how a parent could be like that to their to their child. That's very hard for me to understand. But go yeah. ahead. No, I think um, the second his like little face flashed on the screen, I was like, I don't know if I can do this mm. <laughs> because <laughs> I instantly thought of Max. Like I was like, this is gonna be like some horrible, sad, horrendous thing, and I can't function. But I was like, I'll give it a chance. Um, I think that it, I really liked it. I think some of the side stuff, I think we got carried away on a little bit, maybe. (laughs) Um, But I think, um, like I've, you know, said, I think it's a good way to tell a story of things that are really happening in kids' lives. And uh, I think it's just really interesting. Like, it definitely piqued my interest in Life is Strange, too, because I want to know what's going to happen next. Um, Because, you know, you're rooting for the kid, but I think... I'm also rooting for the dad because yeah, they got to get it together. Yeah. To get it together. Cause I think he wants to, and I think he's close, but he just needs to get help. And so it is like you were saying, it's not black and white. It's like, I don't know how to feel about him. 
you know, I'm rooting for him, but I want to punch him in the face at the same time and tell him mm-hmm. to clean up his act. <laughs> so um, I think there's a ton going on for it being such a short little bit of a game, you know, to really say, like, I just want to see what happens next. And, yeah. you know, with the ending and everything. So more details too. a couple of a couple things. I don't know if you caught these, Corey, uh, or I think we, we kind of read them together. Uh, but yeah, yeah. the tie-in to say. Life is Strange is his mother went to Blackwell. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I, don't I didn't know, pick up on I that. I don't know if the yeah. father did, but the mother definitely did. There's a letter from Principal Wells yep. um, to to uh, Chris's, Chris, Chris Erickson's mother. Yep. Um, and also, it seemed like he was unplanned yes. to me. Okay, because, how'd you get that vibe? Okay, there's, there's a letter. She... She was going to Eugene State College in Oregon, okay, and she had to withdraw because of a pregnancy. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's he was unplanned. So that I think that factors into it, into the into the the relationship with the father and the and the son. You know, yeah, that maybe uh, maybe maybe the father didn't necessarily want to have a child, mm-hmm. uh, which is the impression I got towards the ending too. So I we'll, didn't. We'll get there. Yeah, I didn't actually get the vibe that the dad didn't want him because he was unplanned. I think because of whatever events transpired with the mom wife. I think that's why. Yeah, I got more of that vibe that um, he like holds hostility against him because he's a like a, 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 part reminder, of the, yeah, of a reminder of her or a part of her, yeah. um, which is like, I don't know how I feel about that. You know, like it's not his fall it, i don't know so it's very interesting lots of emotions like in there for sure yeah and it um it only took me like an hour and five minutes or something to get through it so i feel like i missed a big <laughs> chunk but to your point val like that hour and five minutes was a roller coaster oh yeah yep Did, it was Dan, so the I, I never went in the basement did you guys go in the basement okay yeah i didn't know you could get in the yeah. basement Okay, because doesn't he want to go fix the water heater or something? Yeah, the that's, water just, heater? that's just like a closet. Okay. Yeah, it's like well, a how, dark room or something. How long did it take you guys to beat Captain Spirit? Just a hair under two hours. Mm-hmm. So what did I miss? Well, we tried to do a lot of the side stuff, and a lot of it was banging our heads against the wall, like, later on. Yeah. Okay. Um, after we had done some of the stuff, we couldn't figure... We were, like I said, both really tired when we played it. Falling um, asleep. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was... I think it was like 12.45 or something. Yeah, we were really like, I, we can't play this anymore. This no. We just look like idiots. This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we were trying to figure out the maze part and the fighting the snowman. Yeah. Because uh, it's neat. The, the way that it keeps track of your quote-unquote quest is it's a, like a piece of paper with drawings on it. Uh, that Chris had done for for your 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 quest log, so to speak, and when you complete yeah, something, cool. it's it shows it's colored in on the on the quest log. So mm-hmm. uh, that's really really a neat thing. So yeah. So can you actually complete everything that's on that sheet? Yeah. Apparently, unlocking the cell phone is pretty difficult. Okay, because I only had one of was there like six or seven. Yeah graphics on that sheet i only un- i only had one of them like completely filled in i must have oh, missed really? a ton of stuff and i don't know yeah. how. wow yes yeah. you did i we, we got like five or six of them probably yeah we got a lot i just remember being in the middle of something and then all of a sudden that woman knocks on the door well that's yeah. that's how you end the game and i didn't know that so the way you trigger the 
the end events in the game is waking up your dad from from being passed out after the basketball game. So no matter how far you are, no matter how many how much of the side stuff you've completed, uh, if you talk to him after the game's over, that the end events. So yeah, because uh, that's what I did this morning. Like I was just like, oh, I'll just you know, because we had kind of exhausted options at that point, and I wanted to put it down to to revisit it today. Uh, and when I when I started it this morning. Uh, that's what I did first thing right away. And it was like 10 minutes worth of, of content left. So, mm-hmm. um, cause yeah, at the end of the game, you know, you wake up your dad, uh, we'll, we'll run through this. Uh, you wake up your dad and, uh, he gets up and is, you know, annoyed with you that you woke him up and he trips and falls and hurts himself. Go ahead. I, I was going to add, you wake him up because he was supposed oh, to take you this. to get a Christmas tree. Yes. Yeah. And he, he tells, Tells you to wake him up. So right, because we're going to go get the Christmas tree, champ. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you wake him up. He trips over. He hurts himself. He does some cursing. There's a knock Falls on the like door. Bricks. Yeah, yeah, hurts himself. Yeah. Uh, so there's a knock on the door. It's what I, I'm assuming is your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's, you know, she's, you know, just wondering how you're doing. She said she heard, heard a noise. Uh, so she's just checking on things. Uh, and after you go back, you and your your dad kind of confronts you about the conversation at the door, uh, and he, that that's where the revelation of what, what Val was talking about earlier uh, that uh, he kind of equates Chris to his as a reminder of of his lost lost wife. He says something like, uh, "Seeing your face just yeah. brings brings it all right. back," or some something along Reminds those lines. Me. Yeah, yeah, um, and like you could tell immediately he feels bad about it. Uh, but yeah. you know, Chris is like, you know, no, I, I don't want to talk about this anymore. And he runs yeah. outside. Poor he kid. goes to climb up the treehouse thing and falls. It's a pretty big fall, and like a foot before the ground, he like stops and slowly floats down the rest of the way. And that's where it cuts out. Yep. So I was like, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> so how did now that we discussed that? How did um, the rest of the like? magical things happen was that was that actually him like performing something that is out of this world or was it just showing us a certain version of it where in reality like he was lighting the log on fire with a lighter or something uh well no i mean the the others like turning on the tv and stuff and getting the thing to fly like you they showed him actually doing that with his hands um oh, okay. and all that's like it'll show like at the end of the scene it's coming up right here yeah. actually if you're watching in the chat it shows mm-hmm. him like with his left hand it looks like he's controlling it with his but he's actually got yes you can see it's he's actually got it in his left hand uh but that's the only time where something like legitimately crazy happens because mm-hmm. he does like slow down and almost stop and slowly floats down to the rest of the yeah rest of the way yeah. now what what my thought is is i wonder if they're going the route of like a heroes with the life is strange universe with uh you know people who all of a sudden ah. come come awake with like special powers yeah uh, you know you got oh. your max caulfield who was like a little bit like hero from heroes mm-hmm. that's um, true and then I didn't you even think about that chris here who uh, obviously has something different something. going on yeah. right uh, yeah. it's it's um it's interesting you bring that up too, Dan, because one of the things that's important to the Life is Strange universe is that one like dialogue-based gameplay mechanic. And in the first one, it was the ability to to, to rewind time and try different answers to, to questions in order to get information that, that you could then use against um, 
whoever you're talking with. And yeah. then in the second game, it was using Chloe's talk back or whatever yeah. skill. Right. So I'm yeah. wondering how uh, Captain Spirit or whatever you want to call it, Life is Strange 2, like how that mechanic of his quote unquote hero abilities play into that because like i feel like that's a big part of life is strange you know we have the the story elements and choosing what you say which is a big part of it but then there's this other gameplay element that is always a big part of of life is strange so i'm curious how that will manifest in this this new game yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely i don't know is it gonna be like i don't know how how does the superpower i don't know how do you do that in a dialogue tree or something Mm -hmm. I, i don't know or maybe it's just going to be the same one that's in this game, and that's you know Chris using his quote unquote superpowers, but which is mostly yeah. imagination, right? In this case, but which is yeah. fine, but isn't that boring? Like just to push push a button and use a power? Yeah, yeah. As opposed to like Chloe's talk back, where you have to actually choose what you're saying, yeah. you know, choose yeah. the most cutting phrase. Or I mean, they may have that that mechanic more filled out for the actual game. Yeah, you never yeah. know. Yeah. I, I hope so. I don't know. I'm very, I'm just intrigued to yeah. see like what's going to happen next. And you said September. Yeah, normally wow. I, that's when the first episode comes out. Normally I would wait until all the episodes come out, but I don't think I'm going to be able to do that this no. time. I think once the first, I think maybe we'll review every episode individually and then them as a whole um, yeah. this time around. Cause I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to wait. I, I love these games. So yeah, I won't be able to wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm waiting long enough for game of Thrones. Gosh, I darn know. it. That's that's a tough one. Yeah. So, so um, when I was playing, I, I took like notes on things that I loved. So mm-hmm. I'll just quickly go through them. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. When you drew your superhero. Yeah. Yes. That was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah, that choosing was really choosing cool. the, the parts for him. Yeah. It kind of reminded me of when you did the Dungeons and Dragons with Chloe and that group oh, um, yeah. in the last game, mm-hmm. which I kind of kind of wish they made a whole game about um but i yeah. guess this is kind of close to that it's just it's so nice to 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 put yourself in the like essentially the body of this kid and do these creative things and create this superhero and you choose what you what you want to look like and then by the end of it it feels customized to you you're like that's my superhero i created yep. this mm-hmm. it's me and chris like we got this this is our superhero yeah i thought that was awesome the initial breakfast scene where you're interacting with your dad, like there was just so much good storytelling packed into that initial mm-hmm. scene, like subtle hints at things. Um, and it's because I go ahead. The tiptoeing around it like oh, that, yeah. right. that. That was crazy. Like that set up the scene so well. Oh, yeah. yeah. You could really feel the tension there, you know, oh, between yeah. both of them, from both mm-hmm. of them. Mm-hmm. Don't you like end up making your dad mac and cheese for breakfast or something yeah. like that? Because yes. <laughs> yep. he can't take care of himself. Right. Because he doesn't eat. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Um, the other thing that I really loved, I don't know if you guys took a minute to stop and watch the basketball game animation on the TV. No. No. So it's surprisingly uh, in depth. Um, oh. I think I watched for like two minutes and it was unique the whole time. And it was wow. really cool because it was this really crude animation, but it was different for that whole time I was watching it. Players wow, running up true. and down the court, shooting the basketball. The, I think the reporters came on screen at one point. Wow. wow. Which I had never seen in a That's game awesome. before. That's that really cool. Awesome. Hmm. Uh, another moment I had a, a great time with was when you lay in your dad's bed listening to the record. Didn't do that. Oh, yeah. We you guys didn't, didn't do that. Do that? Oh. Okay, so do you remember in the last game where you're Chloe and 
Rachel and you go like Chloe has the awful revelation and then you're yep. in her bedroom. Or is it Rachel that has the I can't even remember. It's Rachel, yeah. Yeah. Rachel, yeah. So you're in the bedroom just laying together and it pans around and it's oh, yeah. sad music. The exploitative yeah. stuff we keep talking about. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so that happens in this game where you can put in a record and lay in your bat- dad's bed and actually feel like this was a a lot better done than in the life is strange game because it pans around the whole house. And that was the first time I saw the dad like passed out with whiskey next to him. I didn't even know he was drinking whiskey all up to that point. All I knew he was drinking was beer. Um, so we're still like Saturday morning and, and dad's got like four beers in them and a big glass of whiskey. Oh yeah. But it also shows like little, little, bits and pieces about the house like the wallpaper peeling all those kind of things like neglect Mm -hmm. Um, that's interesting yeah which i thought was really cool so there was i mean there was a lot of of really really interesting things packed into that that little free free demo yeah that's awesome okay any other thoughts Corey? i don't think so i'm really excited to see what life is strange 2 is all about yeah as am I. I, I re- thoroughly enjoyed this game. Oh, Wasn't yeah. sure how I'd feel with it not being about Chloe uh, or or you know Max Caulfield, but it's 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 the same stuff. They just they tell such a good story. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I loved it too. Yeah, I love that it had the same feel as Life is Strange, but was completely different. And I still feel like felt like I was in that world and yeah. I was immersed immediately. Because when I saw it was you know a, like a young kid, I was like what are they going to do here? You know, like I don't captain spirit. I don't get the title, you know, like I just had a lot of, I didn't doubt it, but I was just not really sure what to expect. And I was very pleasantly surprised. I really, yeah. I really liked it. Any uh, predictions for life is strange too. We have a feedback about that actually. Oh, okay. Um, uh, an interesting theory from, from Ooh. Tate. So <laughs> do you, should, should I talk, should we bring that up now? Sure. Okay. Might as well since we're since we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm interested to hear this because I my really theory, don't know. My theory is that um, you play as the dad. Oh. Oh. See things more from his perspective. Yeah. That's okay. interesting. Uh, Tate says, uh, I'll read the rest of this during feedback. He says, so I play Captain Spirit, and if this episode wasn't actually on Captain Spirit, then don't worry about reading this part because I don't want to spoil anything for anyone else. But I really enjoyed the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, mostly because it felt good getting back into the world of Life is Strange. I honestly would love to live in, in that area. Anyways, I have a theory of how this will tie into Life is Strange. Here's my bold prediction, and once again, if this is too spoilery, don't worry about reading any further. Uh, but I predict that Chris's mom died because Max had to make a decision and tried to save her, but it ended up killing other people because Max was messing with time again. And in the end, Chris's mom had to die. Either that or Max had to save someone else with her abilities and ended up ended up kissing, killing Chris's mom. We will see what happens. Whoa. Love that theory. Yeah. That's great. Um, yeah, one thing I thought was interesting, too, is the, the kind of the the arch nemesis of of captain spirit is uh met 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 uh, met metaroid uh, and it's two remember. streets pushed together two street signs and that's what formed the name did you oh, guys catch that no not at all yeah um that's that was when that was when he lands on the the planet for 
for I think it's Metaroid is his name. Metaroid, yeah, that um, sounds right. Yeah, it's it's two street signs pushed together. So that must be where I don't know if there's a car accident or where where the mother's death ended up happening oh. or something happened there that caused that to be the nemesis in in Chris's world. So interesting. I hope they they spill that out. Maybe uh, you know maybe Tate is right here. Maybe it has something to do with with Max Caulfield. Yeah, you know? I actually had the thought that it might have something to do with Max just because like. I feel like she would have to have some connection. Yeah. I, I just kind of could feel that. I don't know. And I feel like maybe, I think my thoughts are he's part of something bigger, maybe, that we don't, you know, I don't know what that could be, but maybe he's just a, a big piece of something bigger. Yeah. That's happening there, you know, wherever they are. Because they did never they, specify. Did they, ever, yeah, did they ever address where Max's powers came from? No. No. Was it just part of the whole like storm thing that was happening? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So maybe this is a whole thing of like people that are going to have, like you said, like heroes. Like heroes. Yeah. Yeah. No? And it, it, it's still in Oregon, right? Yeah. I know the yeah. game is in Oregon. I don't think it takes place in Arcadia Bay just because of the snow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It might be like up up in the hills a little bit, but. It's, yeah. it's close, and like I said, the tie-in was Chris's mother went to went to Blackwell. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder how much Blackwell will have to do with anything. Maybe too. It's got to be in there somehow. Oh, it's got to be there. Creepy. Creepy. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Any other thoughts? No. No. Worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, uh, it's free. There's no reason why. If you're even remotely interested, you got you have to try it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it may get you into the other Life is Strange games, which I would also highly oh, recommend. Yeah. Got to do it. All of them. So. Got to do it. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. I'm going to listen to my voicemail, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Yikes. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 364 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in our Nibblebits segment. Will, do you want to get a start with Nibblebits? Yes. Uh, with Corey sure. returning, I got my first Nibblebit that's kind of directed towards him. But, Corey, you remember how the uh, Dragon Ball Z Broly movies were not considered canon? I'm sorry. Say that again? The Dragon Ball Z Broly movies, they weren't considered canon? Really? No. I didn't know that. So, but get this. The new Dragon Ball Super movie that's coming out uh, in January. It's a reboot of Broly, and it's going to be considered canon. Nice. So that's going to be coming out. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, Toriyama kind of went into detail about the changes to Broly. I haven't read any of it because I haven't seen any of the other Broly movies, so I kind of want to do that first. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, that's exciting. Uh, I'm still watching through Dragon Ball Z again for the second time. It's become the office to me at this point with how much I watch it. So Impressive. Yeah, I love it. Um, my next one is Nintendo will give us more information for the Switch's online component in September. Uh, so we'll get to figure out what exactly we're going to be getting if there's a virtual console coming with it. Um, kind of more on the, the pricing and how the, the family sharing all works. So Looking forward to that, because I don't really know how any of it's going to work. Yeah, they've been somewhat mum on the details, and it comes out in September, right? Yeah, I think think so. Oh, yeah, the official launch in September, so. Yeah, there's that. And last but not least, I didn't know this was coming out. This is pretty cool, but Far Cry 5 DLC 
the new one that's coming out July 17th is Mars based. So you're going to be on the planet Mars. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, it looks outlandish, kind of like all of the other Far Cry content. Okay. So, nice. yeah, there's that. That's it for me, though. Uh, I got a couple quick ones. Uh, Tito sent this to us, actually, and that's a Monster Hunter World PC release. Date was announced. Corey, you might be interested in this. Yeah. August 9th, 2018. That's right around the corner. Soon, yeah. Oh, my God, that's really um, soon. So I'm excited for that. I checked out the specs. They're not super high, not as high as I thought they would be. Uh, so that's that's a definite buy for me when it comes out. I I actually am really interested in Monster Hunter. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why. I can't put my finger on it, but it's just something about it. I don't know. Okay. So I'm interested. Uh, and then... Give it a try. This one's up your alley. Ah. Val. Uh, Pokemon Go has made a staggering $1.8 billion in two years. I've contributed a few. Not a lot of that, but a part of it. <laughs> <laughs> that game is yeah. massive still. Yep. Oh, my God. I, I, I have a lot that I could talk about with Pokemon Go. Now's the time. I, yeah, I mean, I I play it all the time. Yeah. It's, I mean, now that I have a different job and I'm going to be traveling less, I think maybe that'll take away. But I still, I play it so much. Like, I my Pokedex is, like, really, really good. What level I'm, are you, Val? Uh, 29. Okay, you're further than me. About halfway to, halfway to 30, I would say, at this point. Uh-huh. And, um... Yeah, my Pokedex. I I pay way too much attention. I remind Dan constantly that he's married to a ten year old boy because, <laughs> I, like, I play so much Pokemon Go. It's ridiculous, but I think it's um just the collection aspect of it to me. Like, I want the full complete Pokedex. I want everything evolved. I want, you know, like there was a new version of something. Like Dan sent me a gift, and I got like a different colored version of a Pokemon out of the egg that came in his gift and i was like oh my god i was way too excited (laughs) and it was did you get the shiny variant or the alolan variant oh i don't know do you know know. do you remember what what pokemon it was um it was a meowth i got a purple meowth did it look derpy yeah okay so that's the alolan version of meowth okay okay nice that's the uh, Gen 7 when uh, it takes place in the Alola region, and some Gen okay. 1 Pokemon are in that, but because they live in a different habitat, they evolve differently. Okay. So some of them are different, like Vulpix and Sandshrew are oh. ice variants, which are really, really cool looking. Yeah. Oh, see, I want the, the. I love Sandshrew. I think that one's really cool, so. Yeah, the Sand Slash evolution looks really cool with like the instead oh, wow. of the, like the spikes sticking out, it's like ice mm-hmm. spikes. It looks really That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. See, I'm a ten year old boy, but it's all good. <laughs> it's fun because like the kid, like the kids get into it too. Like they're like, oh, which Pokemon? And like when I have an egg hatching, I'm like, guys, an egg's hatching, and we like look to see what it is, and so it's fun. One thing we haven't done is a Pokeball run over at no, uh, we Binghamton University campus. Well, I've been we traveling so yet. much that I have storage for 650 items and i always almost always have 650 items (laughs) so yeah but part of that is because i have so many pokemon in my pokedex now that i don't always need to catch everything that i see so i'm not using all my pokeballs so yeah it's it's a problem but it's really fun do you know what i do val i don't know if you do this but i get rid of all the potions because i hardly ever battle 
Yep, I always, because I actually have never done the battles or anything like that. Um, yeah, so I'm, uh, I, I get rid of those immediately. And then usually what I do is I get rid of the, like, basic Pokeballs if yep. I'm at a Pokestop so that I can get, you know, if there's something good in the Pokestop. I have a whole system. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, you got it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh, I do, I do. Well, when you spend as much time, like, traveling around as I do, and it's funny because um, a school district that I worked with, um, really rural, in the middle of nowhere. You get there, there's always, like, 20 Pokemon. Always. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, every time. I'm like, they must know there's nothing else going on out here. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder... Because there's always so many. I wonder what causes them to be like, this random area yeah. is going to have a lot of Pokemon. Yeah. yeah, it's so many every time. I'm always like, what Pokemon am I going to get today? Like, it's, it's amazing. But, yeah. Yeah, I started playing a bit more, too. Um, the, there's more reason to play now, I think, than there ever yeah. has been. They have, like, sure. not I don't want to say dailies, but, like, missions you can do to get mm-hmm. uh, to get experience and unlock unlock bonuses and stuff. So yeah. uh, it's definitely more interesting to play than it ever has been. And uh, they do gifts now that you get from Pokestops. Mm-hmm. So when I don't get gifts as often because I don't hit as many Pokestops, but she's been sending me gifts yeah. every day. So, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I, um, one thing I recommend, because I don't like to spend actual money. <laughs> so I do Google Play, like the surveys, and then I build up enough money. And then when I get enough money, I'll buy Pokeballs, and then I That's buy whatever idea. I need. So I use the Google Play surveys. I rarely use my own money. So it's a way to avoid, you know, having That's, to pay something. That's smart. That's I, I like that. Yeah. Oh, I planned it out. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, any nibble bits? Yeah. Nope. Okay. Val, any nibble bits? No. I no. want to thank who was that in the chat though? Where that said that. Tate. Okay. Tate. Thank you, Tate. I appreciate that. And yes, um, I actually have something to say about. He mentioned something about me wearing the hockey jersey yep. that I mentioned last time. I have Good a little update. story about that, an update about that. So, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, Will, how's your week? Good, boring. I'm sure uh, Val and Corey have way more interesting things to add than I will, so I'm just going to turn it over to them. (laughs) Corey? (laughs) Okay, Val. Val, go ahead. Go ahead, Val. Oh, so, yeah, so I'll tell the hockey update. So so I had mentioned the last time I was on, it was right around when the Predators got eliminated, um, and I had worn my hockey jersey to work, and everyone was like, oh, you're so cute. Do you know what sport that is? And blah, 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 whatever. Didn't think it was my jersey. It was my jersey. I mean, I know I've been very purposeful about learning a lot about hockey, and I can hold a pretty good conversation now, I think, about more than just the Predators. Like, I've really, really worked on that. So, anyway... Um, the following week after I was on the podcast, I was back at my home office and one of the girls that had just started, she came over and she's like, Hey, she's like, I saw your team got eliminated. I'm really sorry. And I was like, Oh, thank you. And she was like, yeah, she's like, you know, my husband and I have never really watched hockey, but I knew it was your team. So we decided to watch it. And I was like, that's awesome. So I was like, if I had to put up with people heckling me about not knowing what hockey was, (laughs) it was worth it because I got some some people interested in hockey. So that was really exciting. So, yeah. yeah so that was a nice little update to my story. Uh-huh. <laughs> happy ending. Yeah. Happy ending to the story. Got someone interested. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Oh, new job. 
So I did get a new job. Um, Dan mentioned it a couple weeks ago, um, but I'm not going to be traveling like a crazy person anymore. So that is, yeah, that is very exciting. Um, I've put in a year and eight months, I put 45,000 miles on my car, which is disgusting. Um, so I'll be 22 minutes from home. My official title is Director of Data and Instructional Progress. Um, I went in a couple days and it was a little awkward because I had to work with some of our former teachers <laughs> and be like a supervisor to them. So that was a little bit of a weird role. Um, you but assert dominance early. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, flip over a table in a yeah. meeting. Oh, and yeah. Yell, just, let them know who's boss. Just have it. Yeah, just have it. Um, no, but it was funny because the one former teacher that I saw, I was like, oh, man, this starting right off with a former teacher. And then he started talking and he was 100 times more nervous than I was because I think he was like, whoa, I don't know if he was intimidated or what the deal was but he was like a nervous wreck so it was pretty funny it made me feel better <laughs> that's awesome yeah so it was cool so yeah i'm really excited about that um and then oh the other thing i was going to update was um i'm still doing the workout that i mentioned the last time i was on 80 day obsession it's called but it's a beach body program um i am on day 66 today so after this i get to go do total body core for an hour yeah, really exciting. Um, but I highly recommend the program if you're looking for something. I would not recommend it if you're new to working out, though, um, because I've been working out for a while, like fairly consistently. Um, and it's it's intense. It's a really intense program. Um, but if you do it, you can do it um, just very, very modified. So if you're interested in 80 Day Obsession, I would highly recommend it. But it's a lot of commitment. The nutrition plan I don't follow because it's a lot of work. Um, so just something to think about with it, but really recommend it. Yeah, Corey, are you going to get on a workout program? I have not worked out since my awful Spartan race at the beginning of May. <laughs> and you couldn't walk for a few days afterwards? I've done literally nothing. I don't blame you at all. You bum. Yeah, it's kind of funny because I'll do like I'll do like the, the fat man things where I'll like like have a sh my shirt off and I'll like squat and let my boobs hang really low and let my gut hang out and I'll be like Sophie <laughs> I'm so fat and she'll like try to take video of it and I oh put it away God. before she gets the video out so uh -huh. that's, that's my that's my life nice, nice. Yeah, sounds like fun yeah you're it up yeah yeah <laughs> nice and Dan's been working out yeah yeah uh it i don't not long 10 or 15 minutes is about all i can do and then i can't pick up my arms but uh kettlebell stuff mm -hmm. i do kettlebell as hard as i can for 10 to 15 minutes and i love kettlebell yeah yeah it's good stuff we yeah kettlebells in the the program that i do too yeah we use weights but same same idea it's good stuff yeah dan is there so any I uh, is there any chance i can get you into get hard fitness for a, a night and uh, probably not. If it, here's the thing, if I Fair. can't do it in my house, yeah, uh, and and only take fifteen or twenty minutes, I'm just it's just not gonna happen. I don't have enough time in, in the day. I'll go with you one time, but I, I won't be able to join. I'll get a. Oh, I wouldn't. I would never expect anybody to actually go to that gym. I'll go. I sneak them in. Oh uh, well, I, yeah. I mean, I'll go. I'll go with you. Yeah. I'm gonna go 
on check on our house. Yeah, did you hear a crash out there? Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. Well, the oh, older man. two are the older two are still awake, so who knows what they're what they're hitting into? Fist fights. <laughs> they do a lot of fighting. Is Marlo so, beating up Max again. She's pretty tough, man. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, a couple couple updates. One thing I actually forgot to mention last week is we got, and I don't know if you guys know about these, we got a HDTV bias light. And what it is, it's an LED light strip that you plug into the USB port on your TV and it glows like up against the wall. Uh, it's supposed to reduce eye strain. I don't know if I buy that, but it looks really cool. Uh, it was only like 15 bucks, and it does different colors up against the wall. The only problem is it's on like a, a turquoise colored wall, so... Uh, the colors are a little bit messed up, uh, but it looks really cool. So if you're interested in those, I would I would recommend it. Um, also, we're doing a crazy amount of house projects. Yes. Uh, I painted the kitchen this past was it was it Saturday? Saturday from noon to twelve forty five. Yeah, for for about twelve hours, I spent painting the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't all the it wasn't the painting that was the hard part. It was the taping off of oh. trim and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I did because our after we moved our table out of the kitchen, which is now in here in the dining room slash office, yeah. uh, the wall where the table was was just covered in greasy handprints and old food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I, I was like, Gross. we just we have to paint like this. They were so stained and so ingrained into the wall that there was no like cleaning the wall. So so we decided to paint. I did two coats of of uh kills primer and then two coats of the paint it didn't really need two coats of paint but we did two coats of paint mm-hmm. uh we did like a, a teal type color and it mm-hmm. looks fantastic awesome so now we're like you get the whole project creep i don't know if you guys are familiar with project creep but now we're like we want to paint the cabinets mm-hmm. we want to put in recessed lighting i want to do a new backsplash we want i want a new floor yeah we want to do a new floor yeah. and we're just like well we're gonna paint this room hopefully this weekend so yeah uh this is the last room when we moved into the house is the last room that that we painted the original colors when we moved in this is the last last holdout so yep and it has drawing on it and stickers and all sorts of things from the kids so yeah yep yeah Yeah. um what's oh one other thing i wanted to mention real quick is that i bought i bought uh skyward sword digitally for the wii u uh when when my son went to play it because he's really interested in all things legend of zelda right now realizes you need a wii motion plus Mm -hmm. controller for it you don't have it yeah we had had one but i threw it out i was like we're never going to need this again i'm just going to get rid of it yeah we had one Um, i knew we were going to get a wii u again well that was just from that was from the wii not even the wii u from the wii oh geez so i I threw it out so i bought a Wii Motion Plus Wii Mote with mm-hmm. Toad on it, mm-hmm. so it's we really can play. Awesome. So I I want to get to play that. I, I need to play Twilight Princess. Uh, so yeah, I can't believe you hadn't played some of those. I haven't played either one of those games. Yeah, if you play Skyward Sword before Twilight Princess, I'm gonna slap you. I'm not going to. And, uh, I'm gonna try to do it in order because we got that the NES Classic too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I want to play. I want to play through all the Legends of Zelda games, starting with the first one. Legends of the two. Yeah, I'll re I I'll revisit because I have played uh, a link to the past. Yeah. Uh, I want to play Ocarina of Time. I never beat Ocarina of Time. Mm. Uh, I don't think I ever played Majora's Mask. So I've got some work to yeah. do. Yeah, you know what? I've only played like four Zelda games total. Yeah. Mm. 
I will say the uh, the remastered version of Ocarina of Time. It's on the 3DS. I don't know if it's also on the Switch, but it's worth it. Okay. It's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to add that the noise that we heard was actually our son being Link. Oh, yeah. yeah. And breaking things, potentially. Knocking things over. He's got a foam master sword and a costume and a uh, hero's shield. He's got the whole thing. And it's great. Yeah, I I love to see the creativity in that. So because he makes his own weapons too. Oh yeah, and he always has a story going, and like you can see, like kind of what's going on if you really watch him. It's it's pretty cool. I really like it. Corey, you haven't seen Max and his Link get up, right? No, I have not. Oh, it's fantastic. It's, it's, it's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. He doesn't need a Halloween costume. No. No, and our daughter really wants to be Zelda if she decides to not be Moana. Right. Because we're really into Moana right now. Um, but I just yeah, watched she's... that movie, by the way. Oh, it's really good. It's really not bad. It's the first movie I've seen since it. Yeah. It's two Ugh. polar opposites. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, that's everything for our weeks. Did you have anything else you want, you want to talk about? I don't I don't think I did. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's get into what we played then, shall we? Yeah. Will, you want to get started? Yeah. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. Oh Hit my it, buddy. God. Uh, it. That game. It, it, the more I... Okay. So I think it was last week, Dan and I were both sitting there saying, like, yeah, like, I can't play more than two hours of it at a time, you know? Uh, it, it gets hard. It's kind of frustrating. So whatever. But, man, I played nine hours in one day. Nice. Uh, it was yesterday and it was, I just woke up at like 10 and I sat down and played and played and played and, and then eight o'clock rolled around. And I'm like, I need to stop being a bum. <laughs> uh, and it was one of those things where like I would do a boss fight or whatever, or get a new item and I'd be like, all right, I'll stop here. And like, I would, you know, dock my, uh, or dock my controllers onto the side of the switch and go do something else for like five minutes. And then I would be like, I want to go play more hollow Knight. And I did that like three or four times. So I had some real real high ups yesterday and some real lows, low points. I lost a lot of Geo. In fact, while you guys were recording the main segment, I lost 1,500 Geo uh, in the Royal Waterways, which really upset me. But um, I don't know. Dan, wow. how, how far are you? I've just been going back and revisiting areas that I missed before now that I have the grapple, the Mantis grapple ability. Okay. So I haven't progressed too much further. Because I've uh, I've gotten, I'm kind of grinding a little bit, grinding out some geo to unlock some more of the the pins. Okay. The map. Do you did you figure out how to get more notches for charms? By the way. Yes. Okay. Because I just recently started collecting charms to be able to buy more of those. Yeah. But like, I totally missed that merchant in the Forgotten Crossroads. I had no idea she was there. Yeah, I don't remember where she is because I don't have the merchant pins. So. I, okay. I, I already don't remember. That game just, it does so well with, like, the... First of all, the story to the game is actually really good. It's kind of yeah. hard to try and figure out everything, because there's a lot going on. Well, it's it's subtle, which I like, and that's one of the things I liked about the, the story in Breath of the Wild. A lot of people didn't like the story, but I liked that it was in the background of what you were doing, and you had to, like, search it out. Yeah. You know? 
Well, there's actually a YouTube video. It's 45 minutes long about the lore and the story to the Hollow Knight world. So as soon as I beat the game, I'm going to watch it to see uh-huh. how everything comes together. Because what I am seeing really fascinates me. And there's things that I'm doing now, which I didn't expect to be part of the game, that like are trying to tie into the story. And I'm just kind of like, my mind's kind of blown, and I kind of need somebody to tie it all together. Because I'm really fascinated with this game's world, because it's just really... It's really cool. Like, one of my favorite moments in the game, Dan, I don't know, you haven't got there, but I think Corey might have. It's the Fungal Wastes. I've been through the Fungal Wastes. Okay. So there's a there's a tribe of mantises in there yeah. that are, they're difficult to fight, but I ended up beating the boss there, and it was really cool because after I beat the boss, like, the, the, the three uh had mantises like kind of bowed to me or whatever i'm like oh that's really cool so then when i was going through the rest of the fungal waste the mantis like bowed to me and wouldn't attack to attack me so it was just kind of like a really cool thing like you know winning the respect of an entire area so i didn't have to fight anymore and i could kind of travel freely without having to deal with anything uh that's like a really cool moment in the game but I'm getting really pretty deep into it. I'm 22 hours in right now, uh, and I've explored a lot of the different areas. Uh, it's just so good. Like I have looked things up, though. I should say that just to kind of keep there's going. A, yeah, there's a lot of things going on in the game and different like areas that you can go to, and I don't want to be stuck in a spot and not knowing what to do, and then kind of get disinterested. So what I kind of like do something and i'm like well what should i do now i pick an area then i kind of look at the area online to be like well what can i do in this area um i know some people wouldn't like that because it's not you discovering the game like on its own but i don't want to stop playing this game so Mm -hmm. it's kind of keeping me uh on target to play like and finish the game in a, a reasonable amount of time as opposed to 500 hours yeah but yeah, uh, I know they're adding another DLC pack for free, uh, Gods and Glory, which is really yeah. cool. So there's that, and then there's something about a Hornet story, which is one of the bosses. I guess Hornet's going to be a playable character. That's, nice. something, that's something that they're adding in DLC. I guess that was a stretch goal for Kickstarter. So that's really cool. Um, I'm really loving the game. It's one of my favorite games this year, by far. Nice. Okay. Yeah. That's everything? Pretty much, it's all. That's legitimately all. I want to play more Mario Tennis, but if I run into Bowser Jr. one more time online, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've heard heard some stories. I haven't played online, but not even fun. Yeah. All right, Corey, what do you got? Oh, um, let's see. I have. I, I beat Nino Kuni too. Hey. Well done. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, yesterday, actually, I I finally beat it. Um, that game is very well packed with things to do um to the point i mean it doesn't even really call attention to all the things it has going on which i actually kind of like about it but even after i beat it like it opened up a whole nother layer of grinding and stuff that i could do to get the best equipment to get the best items and stuff like that which i i really like and as far as jrpgs go Again, it, it doesn't really call a bunch of attention to itself, but it's one of those games that there's just so much going on behind the scenes and like side quest wise that you could lose easily 100 hours um, unlocking everything in that game. 
So I highly recommend it for JRPG fans. That's kind of the kick I've been on lately is uh, is, is JRPGs with um, Nino Kuni Two. I'm really looking excited, looking really looking forward to Octopath Traveler, which comes out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a little bit of Dragon Quest Builders as well. Um, I feel like that's like the only game I'm really the only genre of game I'm really excited to try lately. Okay. Mm-hmm. So. Highly recommend Nino Kuni 2. I'm surprised you guys haven't played more of it. I am too. I'm How far did you guys get? Three I hours. Haven't... Yeah, I've, I, I, I think I put like 30 hours in, maybe 25 to 30. Oh, wow. Okay. I had no idea um, you were that far into it. Yeah. Uh, I just haven't played stuff on my computer. Just yeah. the switch is so unbelievably convenient that yeah. Yeah, that's how I play most of my games. I, I, I think I played Far Cry 5 once in the past two weeks, maybe. So Yeah, honestly, I haven't played a console game. I think God of War was the last one I played in April. Yeah. Other than Switch, obviously, it's the only thing that I play anything on anymore. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Um, but I will say, like, it's worth playing. It's really worth like knuckling down and they uh recently released difficulty modes i don't know if you I was guys gonna knew ask, that i was gonna ask you about that core if you had tried that because i know yeah. one of your complaints about the game was that it was, it was easy. easy and i, I yep. kind of got that impression too yeah so um i was about level 40 or so when they released the um difficulty update and you could you could turn it up to hard or expert and i played the rest of the game on hard and it was awesome i had a great time uh, much more challenging you had to make sure you know everybody was upgraded in the right way. You had to make sure your higgledies were set. Um, everything, uh, which was a, a welcome change because that game really was too easy. And I think um, I was like level 50-something just mowing down these enemies without any issue at all. And that just wasn't fun. So, yeah, I highly recommend revisiting it after the the difficulty upgrade because it did make a big difference. And it was kind of nice because um, it's not just that they made it more difficult. It's that if you are ready to play and you turn on the harder difficulty, um, you are rewarded with better equipment. Um, the rewards for the drops are better, too. Uh-huh. So um, it's not just that it's nice. it's you, you get a benefit out of, of out of turning the difficulty up. So and I've definitely noticed it. Um, high, highly recommended game. There's just, especially the end game stuff. There's just so much you can do that you don't really even realize um, while you're playing the the early parts of the game. Everything that's going on, and even after you beat it, they provide you with some things to keep you entertained for a dozen more hours or so. Um, surprisingly deep JRPG, and I don't know. I just I love that game. The the art style, everything. Highly recommended. Okay. Nice. Yeah. What do you have, Val? Um, I played a little bit of Super Mario Brothers Wii U. Um, the kids really like watching it, and I don't know. The other, I was just like, I want to play a video game at least for a little bit. Um, I really like that game, and it's funny because our kids can play Mario Odyssey and <clears throat> you know do great with the 3D or whatever, but they try a platformer and they just 2D, don't yeah. like a 2D, and they just don't have they don't have the the skill to do it and i don't know it's just they're so different their brains are just wired differently i swear because they just don't pick it up like i can watch you know i watch max play breath of the wild 
And I'm like, I don't even know where to start with that. But I get him on a 2D and he's like, I keep, he, you know, keeps falling and it's, he's not jumping at the right time and he's not fast running. And it's, it's, it's really funny. Um, but yeah, that's a really fun game. And I hope I can spend a little more time with it because I want to beat it again and go through the whole thing. Cause I know the end with Bowser's pretty cool Yeah, from what I remember of it. So yeah, that's it. It's funny watching younger kids play 3D games and they can blitz through it. Oh, yeah. You get them like to the, the 2D. camera angles. Yeah. Yep. Like the camera angles, they just, it's nothing to them, you know? And yeah, 2D, just, <laughs> it's hard for them. It is hard for them. Yeah. Well, I remember when I used to play Super Mario 3 with Allison, mm-hmm. I would be able to play like Galaxy No Problem and way harder games, but I couldn't play Mario 3, but Allison yeah. would destroy me in that. And I, <laughs> right? Beat her in that, like the harder games. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I don't know if I mentioned it before. I might have. But like, I was reading an article, you know, being in education and everything. Like, I was reading an article about brain, like kids' brains. And it says, like, our brains are evolving with technology. You know, kids that are mm-hmm. born now, their brains are even different than, like, when Max was born seven years ago. Like, they just, their brains have evolved to know how to use technology. And we see it with the twins. Yeah, they I can mean, unlock our phones. They unlock our phones. They know to <laughs> hold buttons. Like, they hold buttons. They know how to find apps. Like, I'm like, this is, and it never was a struggle for them. And it's they not. just always know there's how to not, do it. You know, we've got the Galaxy phones. There's not a physical yeah. button, but there's yeah. a little, like, just on-screen little, button, and yeah. they know that you have to hold that down to unlock the phone. Yeah, or they'll try yeah. to swipe it. Like, they just, they know. It's Weird. it's amazing. So, yeah. it's an, It'll be interesting. Like, I feel like we're just at the start of brain research and how, learning how the brain functions and how it evolves over time, and it's just, it's really interesting stuff to see that kids yeah. are impressive too i mean i i even remember when yeah. will was will was just a kid like some of the things that he could recall um game show hosts and sports stats yeah. and stuff. like that was very impressive yep well like i was saying like with our oldest son being link like the things that he acts out and remembers and says and talks about and he's describing these things i'm like i have no clue I have yeah. no clue. It's and for awesome, him to, right? Yeah, and for him to, like, create that and be able to explain it, you know, and I've often said, like, you know, school, as someone in education, school sometimes squashes that mm-hmm. and doesn't let that, you know, freedom to, like, think differently be there. So I encourage that as much as I can at home because it's not always accepted and encouraged at school. So, but that's part of my hope as in, as a leader in education to kind of change that mindset a little bit. So, right. Yeah. Val school killed any creativity I had. Yeah. I think for me, like school, a lot of, a lot of school ruined reading for me. Like I was an avid reader when I was a kid and now I'm like, Oh yeah. (laughs) Like I don't want to read anything. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. Yep. But that's a, that's a topic for a whole other podcast because I could yeah, go on I do, and on. I, I do want to have an episode on that. Yeah, Because uh, that's sure. interesting to me, too. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Okay. Any, anything else? Um, Other than Pokemon Go? No, I don't think so. Okay. Nope. Uh, like I said, so I've been bouncing around quite a bit. Uh, I did Mario Tennis Aces. I'm working through the single-player stuff. I beat the single-player tournament. I don't know if I had done that last week. 
but that, it's kind of frustrating, actually, the the single player story mode stuff. Uh, Corey actually was was looking for suggestions for for a, a game to buy, yeah. uh, and he uh, threw out Mario Tennis Aces, and I was like, I don't know, that's probably not a good one for you, Corey. Uh, but because it's like I really bought it more for the three to four player uh, couch mm-hmm. co-op type of stuff to play with the kids and, mm-hmm. and Val. They so, love it. yeah. Um, so that's what that's why I bought it. The online is corrupted right now. Will had mentioned Bowser Jr. Apparently everyone online plays as Bowser Jr. I haven't played online in like a week and a half uh, or so. Uh, but, yeah, apparently he's the unbeatable character in Mario Tennis Aces online. So that's no fun. Yeah, yeah exactly. They need, yeah. they need to get that fixed. Uh, so ho- ho- hopefully they patch him and, and fix it up so so that uh, it's a little more competitive with other characters. So um, so I played a little bit of that. also played some Hollow Knight, uh, like like Will talked about earlier. I haven't played uh, maybe two more hours I played, uh, but I've mostly been grinding to try to get the map, map pins uh, so I can map things out a little bit better than I have. So, <laughs> Corey. Corey. Silly. Uh and then I've been playing, like, as much as I try to play other things, I keep coming back to Breath of the Wild. And part of it is because yeah. my kids are playing it, both of them. Uh, mm-hmm. They're the two older ones, I should say. And they ask me questions about it constantly. And we watch Zach Scott Games Breath of the Wild videos near constantly. So I'm steeped in Breath of the Wild right now, and it makes me want to play it even more. Uh, so I've been working through Trial of the Sword. I hadn't done that from my previous 135 hours that I've put into Breath of the Wild. That's um, crazy. So I'm working on that. I got through the first two levels of the Trial of the Sword. I've got to do the third one. Uh, but that's quite quite fun. Um, what an amazing game. Like I just feel like I could play that game forever. It's, it's going to be in my top five favorite games of wow. all time. Yeah, Easy. but... My biggest podcast regret was letting Corey and Eric talk me out of putting that in, that top, in my top ten. Mm-hmm. When will you revisit episode four hundred? Wow! Next year, right? Early next year. It'll be March. yeah, uh, yeah, March or April. Oh, I wow. I calculated. I don't I don't recall. Um, but yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so when good. Corey and Eric do that episode. It's going to be like Fortnite and Rocket League and. Hey, I don't play Fortnite. No, the Fortnite was for Eric. Mm. Oh, speaking of Fortnite, I actually meant to put this in nibble bits because I think this is important. But Fortnite added uh, the tilt controls, the gyro controls on the Switch. Oh, nice! So that's amazing. So I might actually like give that a shot on the Switch now, yeah. um, because I've been asking for that in in all like first person games. Uh, once once I got used to the aiming in the Breath of the Wild. I- I can't I can't play shooters of any kind with the controller, so uh, that's a that's a nice compromise between thumbsticks and uh, you know keyboard and mouse setup. So yeah, but a lot of people say it works really well from what I gather on the Nintendo Switch subreddit. There you go. Nice. Nice. Um, I don't believe I played anything else. Dan. Yeah. Um, I apologize, but I. I'm watching the stream and I'm seeing Captain Spirit in a car in, yeah. a, in the truck. You didn't do that? No. That's why that's how you missed the part this is where he goes to the like a planet. Then then or I missed yeah. that whole thing. How did I miss all of that? 
You yeah. didn't find the key, the keys to the truck. Yeah. No, I by the couch on the side of the couch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I found you go out to the truck and 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 unlock it and get I in. never had an opportunity to go outside. As soon as I was yeah. ready to go outside, I had the the grandma next door knocking. Yeah, I yeah. I saw a part in the stream that we did not see. Yeah. And I was almost crying. Yep. Just an FYI. <laughs> that was really oh my gosh. It was a very sad moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh so I that's that's all I played. Um let's get into feedback, shall we? Uh, yes. Okay. I usually like to have it called up, but I didn't I got distracted. Well, we had a crazy night. Yes, we did. Okay, so I will finish Tate. Uh, Tate, obviously, we talked about his his Life is Strange theory uh, earlier, so I'll just read the rest of his email. He says, uh, Sup, guys. Hope you're doing well. First, I wanted to comment on last week's episode. Some very patriotic people in gaming. A thought of our Preston Garvey, head of the Minutemen in Fallout 4, and probably the most America person in any game, Clutch Nixon in Far Cry 5. Even though you never meet this character, he's obviously an American legend, as every time you go to read one of his plaques, an eagle soars through a bunch of fireworks, and he has some great stories. Very, very true. Uh, oh, this is his Life is Strange series. He says, anyways, I listened to all the old Thummies episodes while at work, and I was wondering this year if it'll be just Dan and Will for the Thummies, or if you guys were planning on bringing on any guests uh, for that, if Corey and Eric won't be on. I know it's far away, but it just got me wondering how it'll be this year after listening to all the old ones and all the great arguments that were had. Anyways, thanks, guys, and have a good one. Taterade out. Uh, Preston Garvey is a character I completely forgot about, actually. Um, that's a good one. That is a, that, that's a great one. A lot of settlements to take care of. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like a good president. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, Clutch Nixon, definitely. Uh, he's the evil can evil type of character in uh, Far Cry 5. Uh, thummies. I mean, Will, me and Will had already talked about this, but if it's just going to be us, what we're going to do is have all the categories and have our games, and we'll hash it out live and choose a winner. Mm-hmm. So, uh, <laughs> Dave says Corey and Eric are not eligible for Thummies <laughs> this year. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, you guys have. I mean, considering by the end of the year, I probably will have played like six video games. Right. I I probably should not be eligible to vote. I mean, I feel like I've generally played fewer games than usual, um, but I also haven't been finishing things like I like I mm-hmm. like I like to do. Uh, but it's because uh, you know if if things are on the Switch, it's hard for me to to get in here to play them. So mm-hmm. we'll yeah. see. We'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. Um. That the, but yeah, what? Is that the streets? That you were yes, about? yeah. The Corey, if you look in the video, this is the part where you see the the street names on the sign. Oh yeah, where did that come from? What? This yeah, is this part is, of the game. This is his imagination. This is, this is part of the the truck where he yeah he invades the okay. the planet of the the supervillain. I never saw any of this. Yeah, yeah. you missed out. It's good stuff. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's the plan as of now, Tate. Me and Will hashing hashing it out live and figuring out a winner uh, based on the on the games that we 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 bring to the table. So that's the plan for now. That's going to change. Um, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll ha- we'll have a plan for you. Um. So this is. I-
Idaho Jake, he says, hey, guys, I weighed myself and I was 208. But since today is my birthday, I ate four pieces of pizza and I feel gross, but it tasted so good. Uh, I bought myself a present. It's a game called Power Star, Power Star Golf. It plays like Mario Golf. It's free to play, but then it's only $20 for the full version. So since I liked it so much, I bought it. I got a phone call from my son on Sunday and he's he's having fun. He's shooting his M4. And Tuesday, he got to throw grenades. Now, for Idaho Jake's This Day in Gaming History, 2000, Fur Fighters was released on Dreamcast, and Transformers Beast Wars was released on Nintendo 64. 2004, Pokemon Box, Ruby, and Sapphire was released on GameCube, and Bethesda licensed Fallout from Interplay Games to develop and publish Fallout 3. 2011, Elder Scrolls Oblivion, 5th anniversary was released on all platforms, and EA bought PopCap games for $750 million. And today, Ghost 1.0, Holy Potatoes, and Bomb Chicken are downloadable on the Switch. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Has PopCap done anything since they were acquired by EA? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure they have, but nothing that made nothing, any sort of splash. No, yeah, nothing that caught our interest anyway. I'm nice. not the one to talk about mobile games because I play almost none of them so oh good thing Corey's back this episode for that question i did actually play a very interesting mobile game (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which i did not talk about in what we played but i forget the name of it hang on let me call it up because i still have it uh it was like late at night i couldn't fall asleep i was laying in bed i'm like i need to do something to entertain myself so the name of the game is choices choices this this little number here okay um (laughs) It's like a dating sim kind of thing. And you pick uh, what you want to say to these women and then you go on a date with them. But it was the type of thing where uh, there's microtransactions all along the way. So when I was picking my outfit, it's like, oh, for your 25 diamonds, you can pick the perfect outfit for this girl you're going on a date with. (laughs) And I was like, why not? I want to look perfect. So I got this nice... uh, I forget the color is like a nude color. I don't know what that means, but uh, that was the dress I chose because that was the the dress the color that this women this woman really loved. So I wore it for this date, and then at the end of the date, she's like, "You can come home with me if you want." And <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I would love to," but it was another microtransaction, and I had already <laughs> spent all my diamonds on the dress that I wore for the night. So I couldn't go home with her because I didn't have enough diamonds to choose that option. Oh, man. How BS is that? That is BS. What game is so, again? I don't know. It's called Choices. Corey, it's something or other. Have you, have you ever heard of Reigns? Dumbest game ever. I don't know what that is. Reigns? Yeah. No. It, it's it's mobile. I think it's on PC, too. But it's but it's supposedly it's like a, like like a uh, one of those dating apps. But it's. Uh, with kings and queens, okay, it's really, really interesting. Uh, it's it's something I have on, I've, I'm meaning to get on on mobile just just to play, but yeah, it's it's called Reigns. Okay, looks interesting. Might be something you're interested in if you're into the the dating sim games. Well, I wasn't, but this game was so highly reviewed, and mm-hmm. and I played it, and I'm like, this is ridiculous. I have yeah. to pay money to like go home with this girl that I thought we had a great date with. I don't know. <laughs> Reefer says Reigns is great and that you'd love it. So there you go. Yeah, I'll give it there a try. Go. Yeah. Do it. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's on PC too. It might might even... I don't think it's on Switch yet. It might be on consoles. But it should be on Switch like everything else. Seriously. Oh, you know what? Before we move on, are we ready to uh, move on? 
Yeah. Because I did not talk about Dragon Quest Builders. Oh, yeah. Which, um, so my Switch came today. Uh, my second Switch came today. And uh, I needed something to play before Octopath Traveler comes out tomorrow. And Eric recommended the Dragon Quest Builders demo because I had expressed interest in that in the past. And um, that game's awesome. I don't know. Will, I know you love Terraria, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. And you absolutely need to play Dragon Quest Builders. Uh, it's Minecraft, Minecraft in a Japanese role-playing game. It's awesome. All right, I'll watch something here. Yeah, I had a great time playing it. I can uh, call up some Dragon Quest Builders. Highly recommend it. I know Kotaku, Kotaku has it on its best games for the N- Nintendo Switch, which I think they only choose like 12 games for their consoles. So um, top 12 games for the Switch. Highly recommended. I loved wow. it. I had a good time. Uh, looking forward to seeing what else. Like, I'll probably end up buying it. I just played the free demo for like an hour and a half. So, how much I'm is excited. this? Uh, I think it's thirty-five. Yeah, that sounds right for the full can, price game. Can you and I adventure together, Corey? I don't think it's multiplayer, but I don't know for sure. I really don't. Okay. Okay. Uh, later, Avenger. I'm saying bye in chat. <laughs> Two. Uh, okay, game giveaway. All right, we got two. Two Tate, people. Tate one, Jake two. And the winner is Tate. Tate. Yay! Right. Your first Taterade. time tuning into a stream, you win. Taterade. That's like my favorite. Taterade. <laughs> Taterade out. Taterade All right. Out. Is it one through one fifty? Yes. Let me. We were not prepared. No. Corey, we've got this game giveaway thing down pretty good. Nice. <laughs> oh, there we go. There it is. Okay, there's the list. Let me put Tate on the bottom so I know. I gotta give Sunday Alex his games too. Okay. Go ahead, Will. Is it one through one fifty? One through one fifty. Mm-hmm. We're down to 150 games. A lot of the ones, yeah. We, I mean, we had some removed. Uh, I didn't put too many repeats in here either. Uh, so, so the very first number is 69. Nice. Nine <laughs> is Grim Legends Two: Song of the Dark Swan. Nice. Wow, I would be interested in that. Mm-hmm. Next, 35. 35 is. Kingdom New Lands Royal Edition. Wow, that's yeah, that's a good one. That's that's on Steam. That's also on the Switch. One that I've been tempted to buy on the Switch. Three... <laughs> Sixty nine got up again. Oh, oh reroll. Geez. Nice, <laughs> nice. So ninety one. Ninety one. Okay, ninety one is Poker Night at the Inventory. That comes up all the time. Yes, it does. <laughs> Great game. Highly recommended. If you're ever very lonely, Poker Night at the Inventory is a fantastic game. Nice. Next, ninety six. Ninety six is The Walking Dead. Four hundred days. Is that that was the like interlude, right? Yeah, yes. that was like the one episode game. Okay. Between season one and two? Uh-huh. Yeah, I think it was one and two. Gotcha. 26. 26 is blank. Roll again. <laughs> going to say nothing. I'm surprised we got a blank out of all the numbers. 64. 64 is Hotline Miami 2. Wrong number. Great game. 
It's a good one. Well, yeah, this is the first. To be fair, it's been a weird giveaway night. We got 69 twice, then we got 96, which is the reverse. Yes. Yeah. The uh, number generators yeah. being lazy is what's <laughs> happening. Give- it's the it, same. It always seems to be. It always <laughs> seems to be. <laughs> so your choices are Grim Legends 2, Song of the Dark Swan. 35 is Kingdom, New Lands Royal Edition. 91 is Poker Night at the Inventory. 96 is The Walking Dead 400 Days. And 64 is Hotline Miami 2, wrong number. Uh, so those are your choices. Tate, let us know. If you don't let us know in a few days, I will email you with the list of games and just, just uh, respond with which one you want. Uh, Alex, I, I will email you hopefully tonight or tomorrow with your games from last week. Uh, so, yeah. Um, that's everything. Next, I don't think we're going to do Octopath Traveler next week. I think Octopath Traveler is going to be in two weeks um, because it's a long game. So I want to want to get as much time as possible in with it over the next two weeks. Uh, so yeah, right. We don't want to try it, to do that um, next week. It does sound like all of uh, all of the originals will be back for Octopath Traveler, though, right? Yes, yeah. uh, it seems that way. It seems that yeah. way. Eric Eric is getting it and is going to play it. So uh, obviously the rest of us are because we're here and we're talking about it. So. Yeah, that'll that'll be that'll be fun. So we're we're not sure what we're gonna do next week. Uh, we will have a to- uh, an episode for you and a topic, and it'll be a Thursday night. Even if I don't let you know early in the week, which I like to, uh, we will. It'll be the usual time. Um, so the reason we don't let you guys know what the episode is is because we don't know. <laughs> Even when we do know, I I like just all of a sudden it was Thursday, and I was like, oh crap, I haven't been on my computer in like six days yeah i bet i better make the graphic and put up a no, uh, notification on facebook it's been so. two weeks in a row where thursday came pretty quick yes yeah yep yes it does chaos around here and summer is flying by before too long yeah, we're no gonna kidding. all be back at school oh i know wow well, well i hope to not be back at school <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'll be back at school i was gonna say i think I can guarantee that Dan will not be back at school Hell unless not. he's like visiting me in my office or something. <laughs> the the Newark yeah. Valley residents and, and Val. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Later, Jake. We'll take it easy, man. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, once again, if you want to help the help the podcast, uh, we are now Twitch affiliated, so you can subscribe to us with Twitch Prime with your Twitch Prime. Just connect your your Twitch account with your Amazon Prime account. You get a free subscription every thirty days if you you know you can subscribe to our channel without having to spend a dime. That's fantastic. Um, so that that helps us too. Um, get popularity, you know, spread the word of the pod. Yes, Dave, go put some pants. <laughs> before you go david dave mentioned us wanting to do a cross promotional thing for his youtube channel we are going to do that i hope to he wants us to film a video so i'm gonna i'm gonna do that we'll talk about it hopefully next week um, can i be in this video well yeah he, he wants us he had asked i meant to tell you guys this and i'm just so bad at communicating that um we'll, we'll talk about it after the episode's over can um, i not wear pants like dave doesn't wear pants when we record 
Yeah, I mean, you well, you would stand up and be wearing boxers, you know, okay. polka dot boxers. All right. When you're, when you're yelling something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you wear a suit and tie up top and boxers under under underneath. Yeah. There yeah. you go. You got, you got it. Yeah. So, yeah, that'll do it for episode 364 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Corey. I'm Val. Thanks for listening and get out of my basement. One, two, three, four.